We are now live <laughs> at the shop in the shop. Today we only have uh, two petite boys <laughs> in the lab. It's P. Youngs and Marquise today. It's gonna be a producer special. So let's get right into it. Yeah. Today is what Wednesday, January thirteenth. Yes, sir. Yes, we're missing two men because like they're said, out of town. It's the producer edition today. <laughs> producer Hopefully. special. Hopefully, the other guy doesn't have COVID. Elijah. I don't. Mm, maybe. No. We're gonna hope not. <clears throat> we're gonna hope it's from jujitsu. <laughs> from here. All right. Before we get into this uh, producer special, uh-huh. the only thing we need to cover real quick is just the gym. Because I was expecting um, the first couple weeks of January to be super busy because everyone's always on that keto, keto-based diet and a bunch of other bullshitter. New Year, new me. New Year, new me. Like Angel, you know. I'm all, <laughs> only seen you at the gym once, nigga. You know, talking <laughs> <laughs> just keep reverting. No, that's true. I know, he's not even here to defend himself. I'll, uh, I'll save that for you. No, I mean, that's true. I mean, what's true is the lot of people are not going. And yeah. Even well, even today it wasn't busy. But I think night times are usually busy, but mornings it's not busy, which I like, I guess, cause since we go in the morning. Yeah, and people usually that are usually there, the regulars, some of them have been missing, so we have a little conspiracies yeah. on that, but that's for some other Dubai. time. <laughs> yes, that's for some other time when we get more, more proof. My proof. Yeah, I gotta do more research. It's the peak. Okay, otherwise than that, yeah, otherwise the rest is just about beats, but I guess it doesn't have to all be based on beats, I guess. It's just more so what we're doing, so I guess yeah. people can apply this to it like they want to do. Like if you want to be fucking a sub shop sandwich worker. This is more of a personal Yeah, pie. if you want to be a cook or, you know, you want to be a football player when you grow up, you can, uh, I guess relate this back to uh, what you're doing with yourself, you know? It's popping with you. So I guess just to start it off, it's just, you know, what made you want to start making beats or why you started making beats? I mean, is this something you always knew you wanted to do or did one day you're just like, fuck you, let's make a beat? <laughs> um, ever since I was little, I used to always like music, mm-hmm. like different music. I remember being like seven <laughs> and my mom, well, wouldn't like my my friends would come over and knock at the door. You know, you know how you have that black uh, what's it called metal door that you can see through it. Oh yeah, yeah, like a screen door kind yeah. of, but it's metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they would knock and be like, hey, can you can you some play? And then I'd be in there like dancing, 
to Michael Jackson. And then my mom would be like, hold on. And then Nessa can I go play? And then he should be like, okay, dance one more time. And, <laughs> and then you can go. <laughs> she literally put on a fucking <laughs> show while the fucking kids are peeking through the door looking at me. <laughs> or your mom's pointing at you like, dance for me. Dance yes. And I was like, okay, whatever. But at the time, I didn't give a shit because I love that music. Yeah. That's what I was and I think it back on it. I was like, that was a little embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. And after that, um... I I, don't know, I would always ask my my family does not play music or do anything like that at least not my parents, um, and I would always ask my dad like hey, can you take me to see so and so and he would be like nah, like mm, yeah no concerts in yeah that nothing. Shit. I always wanted to see what a radio station looked like inside and mm. he was just like it's just fucking people on a desk playing. Yeah, it was not something he was like really yeah. giving shit about. It's like, yeah, so what's like, so okay. cool about two people sitting around? Yeah, so I was like, okay, whatever then. Two men, one mic. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, like, watching, growing up, watching MTV and stuff like that, finally was like, fuck, like, I need to do something. Have a guitar. Well, what year were you born? Like, 80-something? 87. So yeah, like the 90s, like, I wasn't, well, I wasn't from that or anything, but I remember, like, seeing, like, the old MTV videos, like, all the music videos <laughs> and shit. Because I saw those in, like, the early 2000s, and those kind of died out. So, like, when I was a kid, I barely hit that mark of seeing mm-hmm. those, and then it's kind of just, like, <laughs> TV was dead. It's all YouTube, huh? Out. Yeah, now it's all YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I just always like every, I like every type of music. The only one I can't really get into is country, but I listen to rock, hip-hop. Even some Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I can do <yeah>. <laughs> 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 Whatever, classical. Okay. So, whatever. <laughs> I, I like music, but other than that, I don't know. YouTube. That's just all it is. Straight just... everything getting to YouTube hard. I like YouTube, though. <laughs> well, yeah, and SoundCloud. Because that's where they have like certain songs that like Spotify. Or no, uh, yeah. They have songs that like Spotify and shit doesn't have sometimes. Mm. Those underground bangers. Like Bandcamp. <laughs> like when everyone comes up, like Claro and all that shit. Like Bandcamp's fucking amazing for all that. I love that. What about you? How do you get into it? Um, same thing. Just always like music as a kid, you know? But I guess I was a little different because my dad, um, he do like, he worked with music and shit when he was younger, so he's always kind of been like a music head. But I just remember like him listening to a bunch of shit and I just always liked it. But it actually started out, I think I was like six or five. I was five or six. And I remember just being at my grandma's and I wanted to be a rapper at first. Like I just kind of like lived that like fantasy out in my head. But as a kid, I always told myself, I was like, but a rapper has to be like more of a gangster, you know? Like, so <laughs> I always felt like that wasn't so like, mad. that wasn't something I could be, you know? Cause I wasn't like, I'm a suburb, you know, nigga, you know? I'm not like a fucking, <laughs> yeah, I'm not from Chicago or anything crazy. So I was like, I don't think I can make it, you know? So, um, after that, producing came on later because I always liked, like, beats and shit. I didn't realize that until, like, later. Because even, like, now when you listen to music, sometimes I catch myself, like, more so gravitating, or, like, gravitating towards the uh, the beat rather than the lyrics. Right. Especially with, like, new school rap. Definitely. So, I don't know. Because I always wanted to be an NBA player from, like, poly, I'd say third grade up to fucking third grade up until like still now like that's still be something i'd be cool with like besides my fucking joint problems all that shit but that's it but like i think it'd probably be like sophomore year like around that time like more towards the end of high school and i was like 
if I could actually learn how to fucking make a beat, like, I'd be willing to do that. I was, like, kind of pushed it off because, like, I always thought it was too hard, but, like, I mean, it's only been a year since I've started, and I feel like I've already, like, put a shit ton of progress into, like, what I can do now on the FL Studio and all that. I can even work a little bit with, like, Reaper and shit at Elijah's house, so. Not too good, but. <laughs> but it, it, like, pulls you in, huh? Yeah, like, and well, like, once you know how to do it, too, and you can kind of, like, because... I don't know, when like, I was, like, younger, you just, like, always hear, like, melodies or, like, little drums in your head. Like, I just always, like, walk around and just, like, have shit, like, just going through my head. I was like, if I could put this on a fucking beat, like, just what's in my head right now, yeah, it's <laughs> like, just, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, it's just more about, like, putting what's in your mind into your computer. Yeah, like, well, it's just, like, the emotion, because, like, sometimes I'll go back <laughs> to listen to beats, and I was like, God, what the fuck was I feeling this <laughs> night? Like, you just feel, like, some type of way, because it's all, like, an emotion that you expression or expressing. <laughs> on your platform you know so it's your art it's my Picasso yes especially when you have to release it to the world it's like no my baby everybody's gonna see don't listen to don't him expose, uh, you don't wanna expose them and I, I haven't even dropped just anything like, yet whack. I haven't <laughs> dropped anything yet so I gotta get my my career jump started <laughs> the start of my my life my life I can never take my life <laughs> oh we don't have any soundboards on cause it's all on your phone you don't have one in yours? No. I have yeah, that one where you have to like put your own sounds in. I haven't even done any. Dang, you should download a different one. I know, I was trying to do all the boondocks ones. Those are funny. <laughs> Let me see if I have any. No, I started this. I did Subshop Boys. I put a picture of me because that's all I had. <laughs> that's all I had. There's a picture of me like really cold outside. Yeah, that's the come up. And then... Otherwise than that, after that, it's just, like, inspiration. Like, people you looked up to. Any producers or artists that, like, kind of drew you in. Like, you said, like, Michael Jackson, I guess. Like, he's not a producer, but, like... No, actually, if you watch some of his interviews, he shows you how the beat is made. So, he doesn't really... He tells the producer how to make it, but it comes from him. It's kind of like a... It's really interesting. Like a J. Cole thing, because I heard, like, he'll be yeah. up in, like, in, like, the lab, and, like, he's not going to get, like, credit, I guess, for producing, but he's always, like, there, like, like, hey, what if you did this? Like, hey, what if you tried this out? You know, like, and then they listen to him, they're, like, they don't want to, like, act like they listen to him, but they're, like, she sounds nice, you know, <laughs> she, she yeah. sounds kind of fire. <laughs> and then if you watch, yeah, if you watched, oh, or if you listen to some of it, like, his, his, uh, beat tapes, again, back to the beat tapes, <laughs> Oh, mixtapes, sorry. I was going to say that. Yeah, sorry. Back to the mixtapes. He says on there, he's like, I had to create my own shit because all these other other beats were whack. It's kind of like a whole opposite scenario, but with Smoke Perp, I remember uh, I watched an interview with him when he was first blowing up, and he said, like, the same shit because he started off as a producer, like, he was making beats, and then he just said, like, oh, well, no one was fucking with my shit, so I decided to rap on it. And, like... I'm not a, really a fan of him anymore, but, like, that's just kind of cool that, like... Because he made a career. He had, like, a fucking decent longer run with him and Lil Pump for a minute. Or, like, he made a career, like, just out of, like... Him saying, like, fucking no one else wants to use my beats, I'm gonna try it then and then. So I'm gonna have, huh? Yeah, like, no one's using his shit, and then he was like, well, fuck you, yeah, I'm doing it then. <laughs> I don't like Nav either, really, though. He has a couple good songs, but... Shit's repetitive to me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I gotta get into my chips. <laughs> I need some calories in my system. <laughs> but, uh, let me see. Producers that what? I guess just artists that inspired you. Like, 
who musically brought you up, made you want to do it, I guess, in a way? Um, you just talk about your come up, like, what are some of the people that you, like, listen to, I guess? Um, I had I had this movie called Fade to Black, and that was a Jay-Z's documentary on his supposedly last album, just mm-hmm. back when he was going to retire, I think, the first time. And it showed Timbaland making it, or showing I Jay-Z that beat of, uh, what's it called? Dang, I forgot the song. What album is it? Fade to Black. Okay, I'm going to do some The one that goes, you know who's back in this motherfucker? Boom, put it in it, dude, Anyways, you, why you, why you, yeah, why you look that up? Um, but it shows him, and you see how the beat hits Jay Z so hard, and he's just like, "Oh, I have to have that." Like that, like that's what. When I see that, I was like, "Damn, this is hard." Like I knew. I was like, I need to make shit like that. That's the shit. I like yeah, like that's what you are. Or so see, like Timbaland. Well, it'll be like that some nights when you're like cooking up, and it's just like. Oh, yeah, you, you make, like, a make face the stank face. Yeah, like, <laughs> like something. It's like oh, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Pharrell. Pharrell definitely, because he always has that. He has that swag. Like I don't know, like smooth swag when he's like. Oh, nice. Well, I'm young, so I didn't never really listen to Pharrell. Um, but he's he's always been alright to me. Also, definitely, and then more newer would be like. uh 40. Is this one? Yes, the black, yeah, fa- the black album. And it would be. I don't remember what it's. I don't remember what song it was. But, um. Another rapper would be 40. Shabib Noah. I think he changed the. Him and Drake changed the. Like, definitely put in. Changed the sound of hip hop. When was, um. When was he buzzing? When he well, he made a lot of uh, him and Boy Wonder made uh, a lot of his beat tapes. I don't think I've oh, no, I don't think tapes. I know who that is. What did you say his name was? Forty. Oh, it's forty. Like his nicknames, uh, Shabib Noah. Yeah, I don't think I know who that is. I don't think I've ever heard that name. He's the one that created that. Like, you know how you know right before Drake came out, nobody did the underwater sound effect. You know when the drums go. What like, song would is that on? Pretty much almost every Drake song. Nothing. I have to listen back to it and yeah. actually like. But after that, it. everybody started using that, which is fine, whatever. But that's that was a big. Um, I, I don't know. I just like when like I find out producers that changed music and yeah. for, like, for the rest, I guess till something better comes yeah, out. Yeah, till yeah, it's kind of like with rappers and shit, like gangster yeah. rap was popping then. I'm like, now it's just like... I don't even know it's popping now. One-hit wonders are popping now. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like more like that distorted bass. Like um, like Ronnie J yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, like that. I guess that South Side, because that's like Florida kind of trap shit. Kanye West, too. Oh, yeah, Kanye, Kanye was Kanye a West. Big, yeah, Kanye was making, a I, Like, his, his... When I used to watch him on YouTube, just making a beat on the NPCs, like... I was like, dang. I didn't find out he was really producing until All of the Lights. And then when I heard he produced, I was like, holy shit. Like, he did. He went off on that. That song was crazy. Yes. And then when, also when he produced all of 808 and Heartbreaks, damn. I haven't heard that album in 
Usually it's like oh, 10 different so sounds for the whole album, but every song is, well, almost every song so is So you use bang. like 10 different sounds? Yeah. See, that's what's crazy when you know like people, because that just shows that like he got creative as fuck when he was in the lab, like cooking up, like he had to do some crazy ass shit to make all that. I haven't heard that album in a while, I should have to go back to that one. And a quick hot take I just got in my head. <laughs> so, 808 and Heartbreaks was made after Oh, that shit that went down with him and that girl and his mom, right? He dropped that after his mom passed? Not right after, but it was Well, it was it. after. Like, yeah. yeah. Damn, I thought that was... So, imagine the fire if he goes back to the studio after he gets divorced. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Dang. Do you think he's going to go back to the studio or is he going to hit a slump? I hope he goes back to the studio. I... This is either going to be good for Kanye or bad for Kanye. I think he can either turn his life around or it's going to make it shitty. Your. But I actually hope he does good because I think a lot of people like kind of have like a shitty opinion towards Kanye just for like a few things he did. I think he's kind of gone off the deep end, but like you got to like still appreciate like the greatness he's done. I think people like overlook like all the great he's done and focus on the negativity more. But he has done some dumb shit and he's still kind of on a different wavelength, so I mm. see where people are coming from, but yeah, I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, what inspiration? Oh yeah, sure, we're still on that. Yes. <laughs> um, producer-wise, not a whole lot, but just musically, just kind of the era I grew up in, because more so when I was younger, I guess a lot of, like, my dad listened to, like, Lil Wayne, like, Jeezy, like, Tupac, and, like, sh- like he listens to, like, a bunch of different music. Or, like, he'd even play, like, rock and just, like, a bunch of other things. But since I was younger and I didn't have, like, a phone now, I could just look up what the fucking song was or some shit. A lot of that, I didn't really know what it was, so I kind of would just, like, I did this, I'd either, like, because I got a Kindle when I think I was, like, in like, fifth grade, maybe younger. So that's when I kind of, like, really started diving into music, like, kind of around, like, the end of uh, elementary start of junior high so around that time like just being younger i remember a big one was clams casino he's the one that produced for like asap and shit because it was just mm. more so like a, it was like a weird like just you felt stoned but you weren't stoned it was just like holy, euphoric yeah it just took sounds. you it took you somewhere else you're just like holy oh. shit and then like <laughs> towards like high school just when i really started diving in i was drawn towards like weird producers like ethereal and like icy trot I don't know if you know who they are, but, like, their beats, like, because they produce most of their shit, like, the lyrics are kind of, like, iffy, like, it's, like, some weird, like, just, like, kind of spacey type stuff, but, like, I like them a lot, too, and Pierre has been a big one, because, like, he's kind of, like, a guy that, you, like, you like you were saying, I feel like he's kind of, like, shaping the sound of, like, what modern-day, like, hip-hop is, because, mm-hmm. like, him and Cardi, if you think about it, like, he's making the beats, and Cardi's, like, doing, like, the little ad-libs, and what? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, doing his little shit, but Pierre's like behind like the the whole sound, like the beat, and he's put like so many like artists on like Young Nudie and shit. Like, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't listen to Nudie. But I listen to Nudie just because those beats and like the lyrics and flow are like half ass good enough to I can be like, okay, the beat carries it enough to I can listen to this shit. That's yeah, like that's like I don't know if you heard of I know I probably have a Scott Storage. I heard of him a little bit, but... He put on... He, he would drop so many bangers. And just like how you said, people are like, if you got a squat storage beat, you get a banger. And... And then, like... I think I looked up a few songs he did. I was trying to remember what it was. You know, like, there's this, uh... That Paul Wall song? 
<laughs> Sin Sideways, when I first heard that beat, I was fucking, <laughs> I was blown back. Like, that shit, like, shit like that's hard to me, too. Like, the 3-6 Mafia kind of stuff like that. I was oh, like, yeah. that shit was cool. But, I don't know, since I was, like, younger listening to, like, a lot of that, like, especially, like, a lot of the legends that are, like, around that time, I never really did, like, a lot of research, and now it's just, like, kind of, like, a modern look. But I still listen to, like, a bunch of old-school music, though, like, like, Marvin Gaye and, like, shit like Mm -hmm. that, too. Like, I listen to, like, damn near anything. Then get more into rock, because I'll be, like, hanging out with Dante or, like, Elijah would show me some rock songs, too. Or like he should make an alternative rock album. I was like, oh, shit's not bad. Otherwise, now listen like indie rock and alternative. I've always liked that, but I've never like dove into like the the more like hardcore like did it did like here. I'll show you a song real quick. Dante, this is like I'm talking like shit like this. Like Dante was like playing shit like this. I was like, like some like shit like that. I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what it is about like that. Like guitar riffs and shit. I'm just like that shit makes me want to bob my head. It's like a hard ass, like just like I don't know, like rock type of vibe, like. Not emo. It's not no, it's not emo. No, it's not emo, but you don't. Yeah. Fucks with the emo. No. What's with the emo? So you don't fucks with the emos? Um, no, not really. Fucks with emos. I've always I don't know. I went through my little butt hurt phrase, but like. I guess, like, not all emails are like this. I just don't like the self-pity party shit. Like, feeling sorry for yourself. Like, because everyone goes through shit. And everyone has, like, things happen to them. I know some people got it worse than others. And, like, it's kind of harder to cope with some shit. But, like, I don't know. I feel like most people, though, like, the emails, like, they don't go through a whole lot. They're just kind of bitching to bitch. <laughs> like, the kids I went to junior high with, it's like, dude, you have nothing to bitch about. Like, you're fucking... <laughs> Families made of six-figure niggas. You're fucking fine, bro. Like, money doesn't mean shit, but, like, you have a good family. Like, you could just see, you know, good support system. Like, and some of them just fucking find reasons to mope and be butter. I'm like, I can't get behind that. Pussy-ass nigga shit, man. Some, most of it is so heartbreak. <laughs> well, I've never experienced true heartbreak, but... But when you do, you're going to be like, what's that evil? No, I need... You think I'm going to cut my hair and put it to the side? <laughs> <laughs> nah <laughs> I, I think Heartbreak only gets to you If you let it I mean I think most people Do get heartbreak In their lifetime But I've gone so long Of like Just kind of like Being alone and chilling And like Finding myself To where I think I'll see it coming Before it comes You know like If I'm ever in a situation I think like Where I got a fucking Fucked up girlfriend Or some shit And it's coming to an end I think I'm gonna drop the ball Before she does Like not to say I throw in the towel quick or anything, but if I see shit's not working out, I'm not going to sit yeah, here. Like, yeah. yeah, like, fuck that. What do I look like? <laughs> nice. Nice sideline story. Oh, shit. <laughs> this is going to be, like, probably the most appropriate. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, kind of appropriate. I guess language is kind of bad, but I think this is going to be, like, the most, like, mellow podcast yeah, it's like, definitely a different type of podcast. not no crazy like things like pogs and weird shit that gets thrown out there oh I kind of uh, I found out what pogs champ was actually that he was showing us that meme yeah it's this freaking face on twitch it's a face yeah it's some weird face and then like it's a little icon and you can become a pog champ if you do it if I just look it up will it show me the face yeah but is, is that worth it? No, I was like, this is okay, what that know. was. No, no, no. Was this, I was, like, I was in the Twitter streets. Boxers. <laughs> and I was like, this is what's trending. Fucking pop trend. Well, is so, that like newer then? 
No, it's been on Twitch, but I guess um, they announced it. I don't know, every something. Well, and why did you just put it on the thing? I didn't even hear what she said. She's like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a weird, like, fine, I guess. And then I was like, what the <laughs> And it was nothing that we were even talking about. Like, well, no, cause, well, he stopped and he's like, I got new segments. Like, guess this sound. No, but no, I mean, like, we were talking about Pogs and then Angel's Pogs. Oh, yeah. So, okay. like, it was none of those. It was a whole different thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know what the fuck he played. I just saw him. He was having fun with the soundboard that day. I was just like, <laughs> I'm letting him have his fun. <laughs> you want to jump into... Uh, the only other things we have is uh, tight beat thoughts, process of beat making, and then to do producers get enough credit. Okay, which one do you want to jump in? Because a lot of those are heavy. This one would be the one. Because we were just talking about kind of like producers. And what like, is it? Do producers get enough credit? No. Immediate. I don't think so either. Uh, no. Yeah, I, I agree with that. A lot of people are... Or, wait, you want to start? You can go. Yeah, I just put it like this. I could hear a song, and it won't be in my language, but if the beat is hard <laughs> and I like the beat, guess what? I'm going to fucking listen to that, <laughs> that fucking song. That's and how I feel about Spanish music, but it's not even like a beat. Like, I've been listening, there's like this 40s, like, I don't even know his name. It's like this 40s Spanish artist, and... So it's not beat making, it's like, but it's like jazzy. Like he has like saxophones and like trumpets and shit in the background. And I'm like, I don't speak a lot of Spanish. I think it's more like Portugal, like Portuguese too. Like it's not like all Spanish, but like, cause I think he has like more of like a Portuguese like dialect or some shit. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Like half the time I would like pick out words like, oh, we'll say or something. But I still listen to it cause like the jazzy like background, like when I'm in a certain mood, I'm like, that fucking hits. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's like the, the music has no language. And so that thing that makes it so, like if you just make a banger here, anywhere in the world, listen to it, yeah, it's like just the beat. It. Yeah, and I, like, that's weird cause I, I, I don't even know where the hell I found it. I think on Twitter again too. Like I went and I found uh, Japanese cumbia. <laughs> I know and I was just like I've never it blew my mind because it was so good I had no idea what they were saying what would you say it sounds like the cumbia like like that dance the Spanish the oh, Spanish kind of like know. dance Cumbias. yeah like a little nice what was like, that um that Spanish drew you were showing me was it like that what it was like that Puerto Rican Spanish stuff you were showing me that one day it started with like a D I forgot what it was called oh, no but no it's different oh, it's more, this one's more of like a like you dance more like I didn't explain it more. I don't want to say formal, but it's more like... Some salsa, tango? Sure, I guess I'm not... Yeah, <laughs> salsa will be like the best. <laughs> but, no, but yeah, like, I. that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't get enough credit because... I don't know. I don't know what happened to the structure of music, but it seems like it's always the... I'm going to say rapper. I guess the artist, the singing... Whatever I guess it is. makes sense though. It takes over the whole. It kind of does, cause um. I think it's just cause like most of the stuff that's on the radio, like that poppy stuff. If you think about it, the beat's simple. If you really listen to it, it could be like fill two note high step or whatever, and like a clap like every like fourth and seven bar, like you know basic shit. Mm-hmm. And then, what it kind of is, it's like kind of like a Drake thing or like just a pop artist thing. They sing like catchy, hooks and stuff just to get people to sing along because once you get people to sing along that's kind of what's gonna like make your song like kind of bigger in a way like if people can't sing along or like get down to like what like what the, you're like you're saying and stuff i mean like you're not gonna have like a real song in a way but i also think that 
that's kind of made it to where people overlooked artists in a way. Because I even think, like, back in the day, like, anyone that comes up, like, freaking um, rappers and all that, like, they always, like, know, like, who their producers are and shit. Like, they give them credit, I feel like. But I guess from, like, a standpoint of someone who doesn't make music and is just listening to it, like, they're going to be more drawn into, like, the the lyrics instead of, like, the whole song. Because I think both people should get credit. Like, the like let's say, like, a rapper, because that's, like, the easiest thing, like, a rapper and a producer. Both of them should get credit if they make a song. Like, if it's not, like, a beat tape or a mixtape, and he didn't produce it on his own, both the people that made it should get, like, the, say, equal amount of credit. You know, they both kind of work together. Unless, like, it's like a Pierre and Nudie situation. Like, Nudie gets, like, 10%, Pierre gets 90% because he's fucking shit. So, <laughs> I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> but in most cases, it should be, like, a 50-50. So, I kind of feel like... Because, you know, the fucking rapper, when he gets I in the studio... 50-50 will be good. I don't give a shit if the... If the song blows up or not, if fifty fifty, I mean, actually, let's take that back. If the artist is shit and nobody knows who you are, then it's not fifty fifty. Yeah. But if you got a good producer and a good artist, then should be. Yeah, 50/50. it's like if like when you know when Tupac's making songs like I get around just so like ill ass beats or like fucking Wu Tang, like you know how like Riz is producing for him and shit, like they should all just kind of get the credit for like what they were doing like all together. Riz, another producer, to go back to that. Fucking sick. Love his you shit. You think he's underrated? Um. In today's uh, world? I think Wu-Tang just gets credit off two songs. Like, everyone only knows two songs. So instead, like, listen to, like, like the whole, like, 36, like, chapters and all that, and just, like, all, like, the whole album. There's, like, a bunch of, like, their actual shit. I feel like... It's, like, weird, because, like, everyone, like, knows who they are. Like, they have, like, that respect. But people only know it for, like, Cream and shit, like... Otherwise, not, like, most people are just gonna be, like... Oh, cream! Get the money! Like, that's what they think about when, like, you hear Rooting. First time that comes to my mind is, what, I think it's called, like, Chapter 2 or whatever. He's like, Champion, get that Ibaka, we'll get your boots knocked! Like, that beat, like, when he goes in, even the intro, and he's like, The fuck do you mean? Is he fucking dead? It's like a whole minute intro about, like, a guy or something. It was so funny. I was like, That's my favorite Rooting song of all time. And, like, when Rizza, like, when I first heard that beat, I was like, Rizza, Bruce, so I was like, Ooh, This thing is on his, like, sticks, too. It's nice. Because even, like, I feel like back in the day, they didn't have, like, much equipment, too. So it's kind of mm. cool to be, like, they got with that, like, with what they had. And, like, now we have, like, a bunch of different sounds. You can make damn near anything you want. You can find a sample, sample anything. Like, you can make anything, basically, if you put your mind to it. Damn near. You can learn how to make drill beats, fucking boom bap, fucking everything. Yeah. Amazing. But back to... Uh, that producer is not getting enough credit. I think a person that makes music or, like, kind of deals with that will give him more credit than, like, just the average Joe. So I think the average Joe just, like, listens to, like, a catchy-ass pop song. It's, like, That's the lyrics just kind of get him to sing along. Like, the chorus gets him to sing along, and then once they sing along, like, they're just focused on that more rather than, like, a person that, like, actually, like, dissects music is listening to, like, all of it. Because even sometimes I'll catch myself, like, zoning out to a beat or zoning out to the lyrics. Like, there's certain songs where I like the lyrics more than I like the beat. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to focus more on the lyrics of that song rather than the beat. But I try to listen to, like, all songs as a whole. Just kind of get, like, the whole, like, memo, the whole, like, emotion behind it. Just kind of feel <clears> for what, like, he was going for in the song. I guess some people just sing along catchy stuff. If you don't listen to, like, a lot of different music, like, if you only listen to the radio and oh, pop, okay. like, yeah. you're not going to know shit about yeah. music. Yeah, the thing, whether it's the radio, it's just... I found myself when I'm listening to music on my own, like no radio or nothing. I find the music myself. Yeah, I there's some times where I do find like, oh, I listen to this uh, by myself, 
you did the radio station didn't tell me to listen to this, you know? Yeah. But it popped. But I don't know if that's like them organically learning, like, oh, people are fucking with this song, let's put this on the radio. Because I don't even listen to changed. the radio, so I don't yeah. even know what the fuck's on it. The one thing, like, a big wave, um, I remember being in, like, junior high and shit, and elementary, just, like, kind of all throughout school. One, like, the biggest ways I started finding music when I got, like, my Kindle and shit, and, like, a tablet, was Pandora. Like, I just, like, would always, like, make a station of, like, artists I fucked with, and then, you know, just play, like, people, like, like that. And, like, oh, you're like, oh, this guy sounds fire as fuck, too. So then let's say, like, you have, like, a, I don't even know, like, you just have a station, plays a certain person on that station, you're like, okay, I like this guy, you go listen to more of his music, you like him, so you make a station of him, and then you, like, go just, like, keep shuffling your stations. Like, I just stacked up hella music through, like, Pandora. I, like, don't remember, like, half the songs I had on it, because that's so, that's so Spotify now, <laughs> but that's about it. It was cool, though. Like, that, just using ways to get music, find your own little talents and ways. I remember I used to go to, like, uh, hotnewhiphop.com. Um, I've never heard of that. that. Uh, well, um, it was back when it was like the mixtape era was huge, and so they had that pit, had things like two dope boys. I think that's what it was called. But they would drop like, and and all artists would have their own if they're big enough. Like Jayco had his own in Dreamville website. Like I'm dropping this weekend or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. whatever beat tape. And so every. I remember every Tuesday and every Friday I would go into these websites and look up for music and Hot New Hip Hop would always tell me like this is bubbling or this is not and that's when I found Kid Ink before it was like and I sound so stupid this is like typical hype guy you know but it's like no I listened to him like I think it was like what is what year was this this was around when Drake was barely coming out too so 2010 Honestly, yeah, that's like 10 years ago. Yeah, just... so I was going in there and finding other shit. Going and put, downloading, putting it on my iPod, mm-hmm. whatever, the oh, iPod, whatever they call it. <coughs> yeah, iPods just like, yeah. like where it had like the <coughs> pause, play, yes, skip, and then I, backwards button. And then, uh, and then on Friday nights, take that to the party and you'd be like, who's this? I'm like, oh, 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 oh that's the best thing when you pull up this? somewhere yeah. you're about to be I was that guy, yeah. Yeah, people in the room were like in your car and they're just like, <laughs> they don't want to act like they're moving to your song, but they're like, <laughs> <laughs> they're moving their stomach and center like their head. Everybody'd be like, damn, this is the vibes right here. But yeah, like that's, 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 that's a great point. Like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I know niggas like my music. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to leave at a certain time? Latest, it could be like 9 30 ish. Mine might, so. Soon, but. So you have a couple okay. more minutes to wrap yeah. it up. We can get to it. Anything we didn't cover is the process of beat making. If you folks want to learn how to uh, make a beat, <laughs> YouTube it. <laughs> no, there's another, nothing else in there? Um, That and then tight beat thoughts. Just kind of, yeah, that's it. That was it? Yeah. Those two things left? Yeah, those are only two things we have left. Shit, technique will be, t- oh, I think that won't take a long time. Cause Would, a lot like of to beat make? Yeah. I think, I don't know, everything looks confusing when you first, like, hop on it, and then no, I, I the think topic. it's better. The what? The topic. Oh, the type beat? Yeah. No, what? the technique type, topic. What technique? You s- don't, don't you have that on the notes? No, the process of beat making. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that. That's what I was talking about, like, the process of it. Wouldn't that take forever to t- talk about? <laughs> I think so. You can. So, what would you rather cover? Um, I don't know what else is the other, what's the other one? 
Tight beat thoughts. <laughs> tight beat thoughts? Yeah, unless you want you got a hot topic in your head right now. No, Rereading ASAP. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I know. You see you're jealous. No. <laughs> Let's type beat. Let's do type beat. Right. I think it's helped the game, but it's also fucked it up. Why? <laughs> Let me munch my chips real quick. <laughs> so, because one of the very first people I really remember blowing up off of type beat, or kind of like making it like more of a mainstream thing, was Namir. With rubbing off the paint. Um, so, that was kind of cool to see. Because, like, that helped, like, a young artist. Like, without that, that type beat or whatever. Just, like, all of them getting together and just, like, all that. Like, he would have never blew up or anything. Like, if he would have never found that beat off YouTube, you know? But, like, also, like, vice versa, too. Like, with the the producer that made it. If Namir didn't hop on his beat. Like, they didn't get together and, like, make that. Like, he didn't send it to him or whatever. Like... He would have probably never like been found or like no one would have knew about him or anything like that. He probably got his bag in too from that song. Like just that song alone. Like they probably both made their bag and they were like, okay, this is cool. So I kind of feel like it helped. Um, Cause you can hop on YouTube and look up any type beat. Like I fucking have like Wu-Tang ones that are still being made. Like just like a bunch of different shit. Like just like old school, new school, fucking drill, like anything. Like, you know, you can just find a different like type beat anywhere. So it's kind of cool. Like, cause that kind of helps producers get their names out there in a way. But they also kind of fucked it up in a way because then now everyone is doing it. So when everyone does it and there's just a shit ton of things, it's just, just like, I don't know, I like kind of fucked it up. Because now, like, most, like, rappers, instead of, like, cooking up with, like, someone locally or, like, doing shit like that, like, they'll probably just hop on YouTube and try finding a tight beat. And it kind of made it to where, especially after Namir, like, we're seeing it now, like, the last, like, three years. Like, who in the last three years has had, like, a buzz? It has kept that buzz, like, consistently. Like, dropped albums and, like, did shit consistently. Like, J. Cole or Kendrick. Like, you know, something like that. Like, who's done that in the last few years? And I don't feel like really when, like, anyone really has. That's kind of because everyone's just kind of making a tight beat, trying to get, like, that one hit out, make their money, and then see, like, if they can keep it. Like, as long as they go, like, fucking... What's his name? I fucking... What's his name? And L.E. Chopper, like, you know, fucking, like, with his little fucking shit, like, when he had, like, that shit. I don't think that was a tight beat. It might have been, but it was, like, he had his buzz for a minute. And then, like, now he's just falling off. And he'll make, like, fucking his little shit. Like, he's made, like, fucking five different versions of the same song, you know? I am a, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just the same. It's, just, it's the same shit, like, over and over again. So I kind of feel like everyone's just kind of, like, hopped on YouTube. Like, a rapper. Like, someone that wants to be a rapper or whatever. Like, they'll hop on YouTube real quick. Fucking find a tight beat. Put some fucking trash ass fucking recyclable lyrics on it and then try making a hit. And now a bunch of fucking people are trying to make beats and get tight beats out there, which is cool. But it's like some people just, you know, overdo it or just do it in a weird way where I can't fuck with it. I can't fuck with it. Yeah. I can't fuck with you. I think the the over how do you say it? It got so so easy to make beats that everybody started making beats which is whatever it's fine but not only that it's putting it online so then you have a competition of who's running the best ads yeah because if i make a dope ass beat and the next guy next to me makes a shitty beat but he's putting a thousand dollars into his ad rep like his ads is it what? then that means that See, he'll get we had a do not it. disturb sign up but he <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys we have a special guest i need my chat <laughs> That's all. That's okay. <laughs> um, what's it called? What's it talking about? 
<laughs> oh yeah, when so if you push a thousand dollars into this ad, his yeah. fucking beat is gonna get seen a shitload, and then I'm just gonna sit there like, yo, I got like five fucking. Wait, into ads? Yeah, into ads. You could put ads on YouTube. You could put ads on Instagram. That's on everything to promote whatever you're doing. I guess in the way. So that's kind of good on like that part too, because I kind of feel like if you really want to get your name out there, you gotta put some money in. Like I've put probably. I'm not gonna give like a fucking whole amount. Of put I'd say at least a couple thousand dollars into just buying like equipment, like fucking well, yeah, like, that, laptop and all that shit. Like yeah, so like you if you really want to like, I guess if you know that you should kind of um, do what he's doing. Like put some like fucking a little bit of money into like getting ads, and that's like you want to kind of like wait. Like, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna like start like promoting and shit right now because like I don't even have shit. No, <laughs> the best. Okay, I know a lot of people don't fuck with Ro- with with Russ. But I'm going to say this, though. He has the right mindset. He has, as an artist, whether you're a producer, whether you're a YouTuber, whatever the fuck it is, he has the right mindset of, I'm going to put out a fucking song every week. I'm going to do this and this and this and this, whatever. And then on top of that, he's going to get better and better and better. And as long as your shit is getting better, people are going to keep coming back. And then so when somebody discovers you, guess what? You have a whole shitload of material that they yeah, can go back to. Yeah, that's actually good, but I'm the opposite to where I rather um, take my time. Unless I feel like it's like decent. Like There's some nights I feel like I can make a beat in the night. I'll fucking sit down from start to scratch, finish something. But then there's other times where I feel like I need more time like, I'll keep re-listening to it, be on my case, something's missing, like, I gotta keep, like, adding stuff to it. So I feel like shitting out, like, a bunch of, like, things is cool, but, like, I don't know, I feel like it has to at least be, like, I rather have, like, good quality stuff, like, a few quality pieces, like, let's say he drops an album every week, that's, like, 50 albums in a year, I rather have, Not like, every week. No, no I'm saying, like, yeah, I'm not saying, like, I'm just saying, like, let's say he does, like, someone does that. Oh, no, I'd rather have like five albums in a year no. over 50 if it's gonna be like shitty 50 albums versus like five good ones but that's good that he like like you said that he's gonna get better from practicing and stuff too so it's like that's the only like negative thing I guess behind that I could put is like and I think that's what a lot of people, products just, a lot of people like okay so if somebody puts out something and I fucked with it and I don't hear from him in a year then I'm just like Okay, whatever. I'm like. What about like Kendrick though? But Kendrick's already solidified. That's like he has. Yeah, that's what I like though. Like, I'm talking like, for people that are starting, like um, barely. Like you gotta get your name out there and fucking put something out like every week. I mean, yeah. I used to do that every week, and then I just I had to back up, back off because um, of school. But I saw a lot more streams in, and shit. Yeah, interaction and streams and followers and shit when I was doing that. So now that's why I'm just like. I'll go back to that at one point, but right now, because I'm focused on something else, let me finish that, which all that I'm going to school for is going to help me at the, in the long term. Into, do better yeah. Especially with promoting and stuff. Yes, like, I'm going to be running crazy ads. I'm going to be making crazy websites. I'm going to Crazy? Shit. I'm gonna, and, then, and then, what's it called? I'm going to have my own platform, so I'm not going to have to be paying for shit for other people. You need to start practicing with this. With shop talk, doing video edits and shit, making logos and doing all I that. I mean, I'm fine with doing that, but I don't. I don't think I want to go into making videos. I think I have so much on my plate that it's like. I'm going into videos. I'm trying to be my Cole Bennett shit. Yes. Not just Cole Bennett, but 
there's just certain YouTube videos or like songs, and I watch them, and it's like the hardest shit ever. Like with my Xavier Wolf's a big guy like that. His music videos are fucking insane. I'm like, oh my god. Like, he doesn't even do them, but like, whoever does them for him, he has like a few guys. I'm pretty sure. Like, um, forgot his name. It's like below thirty or something. I know he did one of his videos. Kakakukuruko, some Chinese name. He's had some hard ass videos where I'm just like, if I could do that, like edit a video like that, that'd be amazing. You can make it like the ordinary things look crazy. Man. Yeah, like I'm trying to go into some crazy ass yeah, shit. Let me have this cheese steak and make it look like it's a <laughs> fucking movie over here. Or just like us sitting here, <laughs> like sitting here, someone was recording. Mm-hmm. I can make it look like an acid trip. <laughs> just sitting here, like doing nothing. And we're sitting here, rocking back and forth on chairs, but I can make it look like we're fucking doing backflips in space or some crazy <laughs> shit. That'd be hard to me. So I'm gonna work on that. Smo. Whoa, whoa. Is <laughs> there anything else you need, Carver? Uh, I guess a wrap yeah. now. We'll wrap this up. So, um, folks, that's uh, what two men and one mic sounds like. <laughs> definitely, and that was also um, live from the actual shop. We're live at the actual shop. Live from the shop. Our shop, shop talk. talk with the shop. Yeah. In the block, post yes. it on the block. Maybe next, maybe hopefully by the weekend, we'll get back in the studio with the guys, with the fellas. Okay, to give us some outro. Shout out to our guys, Elijah and uh, Angel. Hopefully we see you guys this weekend. Um, shout out to all the people out there that are, um, that are lonely. <laughs> yes, yeah, so if you're lonely, I'm it's okay. Throw some so emo on. <laughs> Get your punk rock haircut on, nigga. It's okay. Do what you gotta do. If you think about it like this, if you're lonely, just know there's other lonely people, so you're not really lonely because you're lonely with the lonely. No, but you're by yourself, lonely. Okay, find another lonely people on lonely.com. Yeah, get your lonely ass to the gym, nigga. <laughs> focus on yourself, that <laughs> boy. Yeah, focus on yourself, not being house, nigga. <laughs> Any shout outs you wanna give? Um. Yeah, shout out to my Lola girl. <laughs> I shouted out Light Skin Lenny last time. Time to throw the other oh, dog okay. in the mix. Uh, to anyone that um, heard the last episode of her Light Skin Lenny, that's my dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't think anything weird of it. Yes. He's a Golden Retriever sexy motherfucker. Yeah, Golden Retriever dingo mix. I think it's adorable. Shout out to all the people that work at the zoo that kind of clean shit. <laughs> many, if you like animals that much, that's you. When you get paid, that's good. So clean up that shit. Yeah, I, I couldn't do that. Be careful in there, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, feeding them tigers. Make that's sure that they know my germ. Yeah, feeding the tigers, cleaning their shit just for us to come over and look at them. I've been, I've been doing like 10 plus years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play for that room. All right, we'll see you right, next we'll time. We'll see you next week or like a few days <clears throat> next year. Oh, this one's going to drop quick then. This is just the intro of the beat, so it's not going to sound sexy to drop sexy. So you can just get a quick uh, feel for what's coming out. What's popping in the streets? This is nice. No way. No way. Okay. Products on the way.